Welcome to Socialette, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in launching and online marketing. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a corporate dropout turned launch strategist, helping you launch your digital products simply and successfully so you can reach more people, grow your audience, and become the go-to brand in your space. Want to swipe my signature launch framework? Download my free ebook, The Complete Roadmap for a Killer Launch at stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 376. Today, I'm chatting with one of my Launch Magic students from the last round of Launch Magic, Geraldine Headley. So, Geraldine was one of the winners of my Launch Magic Challenge, where one of the prizes was an interview on this podcast. I'm running the challenge again with this round of Launch Magic, just by the way. And the first place prize, you win a interview on this podcast and you win your entire launch magic investment back and all you have to do is complete the tasks so that you can collect the points and rank number one on the leaderboard so it's a pretty fun little method of accountability and motivation that I injected into launch magic because I know what it's like when you sign up for all of these courses and you just never complete them so yes doors for launch magic are currently open they are open until Friday 7th of May at 11 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. If you are thinking of joining this round, even if you feel like you won't be ready to launch in the 12 weeks, I highly encourage you to join now because you'll have lifetime access to all of the lessons so you can complete them at your own speed, but you'll also have access to the live future rounds. So if you don't finish launching in this live round, that's cool. You'll have access to the next round, which will be running later this year around November. So if you're, if that's the thing that's been holding you back, I would highly recommend joining now because I might also be putting the price up again. I can't guarantee that the price will stay the same in future rounds. So yes, head to stephtaylor.co forward slash magic to find out a little bit more and join us in the next round of Launch Magic. I hope to see you in there. And now let's jump into the episode with Geraldine where we're talking all things about firing your clients, putting up your one-on-one prices and replacing that client income with a digital product income stream. I hope you enjoy it. Geraldine, welcome to Socialette. It's lovely to have you here. Oh, it's so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's brilliant. Ah, so for our listeners who haven't come across you before, and I imagine many of them won't have because you're not in the online business space, you're in a completely different space. Would you please like to introduce yourself and tell us who are you? What do you do? Well, I'm Geraldine Headley and I am a mentor to naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and natural um, therapy practitioners, people who work one-on-one with um, clients, so one-to-one with their clients. So I support them in their clinical practice, but I support them in all areas of clinical practice. So it's not just your you know, 40-year-old woman with menopause, what do I do? It's also how do I get to those people? How do I do all of the practice stuff? How do I consult with them? So it's everything within practice is how I like to define what I do. And um, so I have 
quite a big following these days, and but they are very much niched. <laughs> <laughs> they are very much a specific niche of people and that they're natural therapists. So it can be any natural therapist. I was working with um, a woman who does spiritual readings recently. So it's with, so I just say within the natural therapies realm and I support them in their, in their practice and how they develop their practice and that flow of practice as well. I love it. So coming into Launch Magic, what did you launch this time around? Well, I had already launched, so I have what's called the Graduate Mastery Program, and that is actually for um, newly qualified naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists. And Mm -hmm. we look at their practice and I help them with their clients and the client base and the questions around clients, and I educate as well. And I've been delivering that since 2017. But in 2020, because it's a graduate program, so it's for graduates, and of course, 2020, universities weren't graduating as many of their Uh people. So graduation was unknown. So I started out 2020. One of my jobs was lecturing and, um, it's a, and a degree course here in, um, in South Australia. It's all over Australia, the degree. And, um, so I was a lecturer here and then they closed the college because of everything that was happening with the pandemic. Mm. And so they, I, I went, I didn't do anything. I marked exams. That was it. They put everybody online and they taught out of the major centres. So they didn't use any of the um, provincial centres. So I'm Adelaide and I'm somewhat considered a provincial centre. And um, so I'd lost my job. But I, I actually got paid because we had JobKeeper. But at the same time, it's like, well, I'm not doing what I love and mm. I don't know when they're finished, if they're even going to graduate this year. So maybe I won't put my graduate mastery program out this year. Maybe I won't offer it. So in 2020, I didn't offer it. But I also had other epiphanies in 2020. Ooh. And um, well, I didn't want to see as many clients. I suddenly realized I'd gone online and I was enjoying being online. I was enjoying mentoring more and more and more. And I was creating webinars and I was launching small things for people that needed it then and there, how to go online. Um, to deliver, how to um, take your practice online. I delivered things like that because that was desperately needed in 2020. And then my client, a lot of them have dropped off because of money and I see a lot of older people. So they're like, well, I don't know what's happening with my pension. I'm self-funded, so I don't know I can afford and all of the things. So I dropped a lot of clients and then I thought, do I want them back? <laughs> I actually want them back. I want some of them back because I love some of them. Some of them are just really dear to me and I want to support them as much as I can. But some of them, you know, we all have our niche and we all have our ideal client. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, you see a lot of people who aren't your ideal client when you practice <laughs> because they rock up with whatever their problem is and that might be your problem area, but the person doesn't suit you, but you still deal with the problem area. So mm. I was, you know, so I was changing things throughout 2020. I didn't offer the Graduate Mastery Program. I've been listening to your podcast. I go walking every morning um, and I got to go walking, thankfully. We didn't have a huge lockdown here in South Australia. So we didn't, still haven't really got any of the pandemic. This hasn't really happened here. Um, so I was walking every morning and I was listening to podcasts and yours is one of the podcasts I listen to. So I've been listening to it. Someone introduced me to you long ago. I can't remember when, and I bought your podcast launch package all those years ago. I'd already got my, <laughs> I'd already got my podcast ready to go, and then I just hadn't taken the step. And I got your um, Trello board, and I went through it all, and I was like, "Oh, 
I've done anything. Yeah, this is great. I'm all ready to go. Oh, okay, off we go. So I did launch my podcast and um, so that went out in 2020. So that was great. And um, and then we headed into we're heading towards the end of the year and you started saying on your podcast, oh, there's something's gonna happen. I'm gonna be offering something. Oh, there'll just be a little something. Just wait for it. There'll be a little something, it'll be a little something. And I'm going, well, get on with it. <laughs> I didn't even know I, what it was gonna be at that stage. <laughs> I need to know what this is. I want to be part <laughs> of this. And um, and so then when you put out, look, I'm going to be doing launch magic over the summer, I thought I need this. I need this accountability. I've been, mm. um, uh, 2020 was a big change year for me. You know, I lost, because it was a big mindset change, a lot of, a lot of changes. I lost a lot of money because I didn't see my clients. But at the same time, I ramped up my mentoring business and was offering these random training packages for things that people needed at the time, yeah. like going online and, to, and those changes. So I had to replace an income, but I'd had a year without my graduate mastery program, which I love. And it is, a, you know, it's a real baby for me. I love it and I want to deliver it. And so I got scared because I didn't put it out there and yet they're qualifying they just didn't get graduation ceremonies you know things like that Mm. so I was like I've got to get this out there and I need to be accountable and I need to be accountable to not just myself I need I need somebody who's going to say have you done this have you done this have you done this and the structure of your course I've I've started restructuring some of my courses in the same way with spreadsheeting now girl those spreadsheets Mm -hmm. are amazing (laughs) it was I loved the format and I'm so now I've got an academy and got a membership program and in that I now have spreadsheets <laughs> spreadsheets for the last few weeks uh, it's such a fantastic way of especially you know your avatar and things like that when you do it because you know if it changes like mine's changed over the years I've been in practice yeah. for 15 years so I when I started out I had small children and I came from nursing I was a pediatric nurse so of course I was seeing babies and children a lot when I first graduated and I'm still well I'm not now but I was still seeing children up mm. until uh, March 2020 and um but I also like the other end of the spectrum so of course your avatar changes so having mm. it on a spreadsheet yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, I can just change that. I don't can I let, to, <laughs> can I let you in on a secret? <laughs> Here's a secret for you. I yeah. was originally going to do them as worksheets, but I didn't actually leave enough time between oh. when I wrote the worksheets and how long I needed them to be designed to get them to my students. So I was like, let me just put them into spreadsheets. And it's, it ended up being everyone's oh. favorite thing. <laughs> Totally favorite. It's the best thing. You know, when I'm doing my things now, I'm looking at it going, well, you know, if I'd had a worksheet, I've got thousands of avatar worksheets. I've been doing avatars mm-hmm. for my clients for uh, eight, nine years now. And um, and every time, and that's the other thing as well, is I've done launches before. I've I've launched a lot in the last five, six years since I've been online and offering online. And we lose our mojo sometimes. We yeah. need accountability sometimes. Um, we need that backup support. And the way you offered it in that really systematic fashion meant that, you know, fine, we all had Christmas off and things like that. And I actually used that to catch up, as I'm sure others mm. did. But it meant that I was totally accountable. And so I delivered my webinar on the 12th. Um, so that it finished. So I, it was a Tuesday and you finished on the Friday, which was the 12th, I think yeah. when we ran that course with you, when we were in that course. So I delivered mine on the Tuesday evening Yay. and I had, 
170 people sign up. Um, so my very first webinar five years ago, I had 140. So, and then since then, because it's the same webinar, it's tweaked. Yeah. And there's always some, there's, you know, there's always tidbits in it. People actually come back and watch it again and again and again. So I'll see the same faces again and again and again, because it's all about timing in practice and seeing the client mm. and how to get through the timings and what to say and things like that. So it's, um, it's a really cool webinar and it's really helpful for people who work one-to-one in natural therapy. So, um, with the webinar, I had 170 people sign up and one of the women that signed up and watched at the end of it, she was like, oh my God, I now know why I'm so overwhelmed in practice. You have just opened my eyes. And she put that into a couple of Facebook groups uh, and I ended up having 640 people watch the replay. Wow. Um, like sign up. They had to sign up <gasps> in 24 hours. So in 24 hours, I had 500 sign up. And then because they went into a lockdown in um, Melbourne, mm. the following weekend, they had a snap lockdown. Um, I had lots of requests from Melbourne people saying, could you leave it up for the weekend? Cause we've got nothing to do. Oh, I so, wish you'd done an, another live one. I should have <gasps> done another live one. And I hadn't really, cause it, it wasn't in my, you know, like there'd been all this build up to this one. And then I was just counting these numbers. I'm going, Oh my God, that's another one. Oh my God, it's another 10. That's another 20 people. So six, actually, I think it was wow. 647 people ultimately signed up for that webinar. That's crazy. (laughs) And then, of course, you know, all of these email addresses, some of them are like, you know, naturaltherapies.com or whatever they are, but a lot of them were their names, like, you know, Geraldine Headley. And so I'm like looking at it going, wow, that person, you know, that person, oh, wow, that person's been in practice for years. Wow, (gasps) I look up to that person. Wow, that person's one, somebody that, you know, I listen to them and that really floats my boat, you know. So I had major names signing up and then I'd look at it and I'd go, what's that clinic? Now oh, there's a clinic, you know, .com. And I, so I go and look up the clinic and I go, oh, I know you. So, <laughs> oh, oh, this is, so it really, you know, watching that explode and I should have just done it live again. I should have said, right, I'm going to do it Saturday night live. Yeah. So, cause you're all sitting at home with your glass of wine, but I, I didn't. And that was something that I should have done. There are a few things obviously that I should have done that afterwards because, you know, feedback is so important. Um, but now you have them on your email list yep. and the next time that the next time you run that webinar they'll show up yep. live. Yeah. So they um so it was really being able to f- do it all in that really systematic way and then get it out before we finished was mm. great. And I uh, so I felt um because everybody in the group as well so everybody's you know motivating you going you know go on Geraldine that sounds great that looks amazing. So you were adding because in the conversation within the um within Kajabi. So people would be putting in their um, opt-in page yeah. for their site. And so, you know, people would put it in. And so, you know, I'd comment on other people's and people would comment on mine saying, oh, what about this? Or what about that? Or, you know, there's too much text or move the text, you know, all those sorts of things. And so because it was such a community, it really helped that launch because I'm not an inexperienced launch person. That's what I'm trying to get across here. <laughs> there were people in there in that group who'd never done anything, who were like, yeah. I've kind of got an idea of what I want to do. And then there were people like me who've launched a lot and there were people who've launched intermittently. Yeah. And it, we all did it. Yeah. And, we, you know, and there are, I mean, it's still a lot of people who are still working through the content because, you know, not everyone 
like a lot of people are side hustling alongside a full-time job. A lot of people do have as many clients as they could possibly handle. Um, Not everyone is doing the online portion of their business as their entire business. So Geraldine, actually, I've got a really good question for you Mm -hmm. here. When it came to starting to cut back on the number of clients that you had, was it really scary saying, well, I'm going to get rid of these clients and focus more on the digital side of my business? Um, So initially, I just put everyone online. And yeah. so I was like, yeah, I can just do this online because I've been working online for a while. That mm. when I made that actual decision, because um, I'm married, I've got children, mm-hmm. my husband works for somebody else, so he has a permanent steady income. So that, you know, that does factor into it. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I came out and I said to him, you know what, you're at the height of your profession and you're loving it, but you're working longer hours, you're working harder. He didn't stop his um, profession as a essential worker did not stop throughout Mm -hmm. the um, pandemic, still hasn't stopped all over the world. Um, So I said, you know, is it okay if, um, you know, I'm not going to be putting all this money into the family for a bit because I need to, I want to change. I I don't want to do that anymore. It's been Mm. 15 years. And in that 15 years, of course, you have ups and downs because seeing people one-to-one, I was, I remember one July, I turned around to my husband, I was just like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Nobody loves me. I've got nobody booked in for the next three weeks. And yet I'd always have all of my time booked out. And I was like, you know, oh no, like nobody loves me. Why am I doing this? And he went, <laughs> telling you say this every single July. What, can you not connect the dots? What is going on? I went, oh, oh yeah. Everyone else goes on holiday too. Let's go on holiday every July. So, you know, <laughs> so there's been, you know, there's always ups and downs. So I've always made sure that when I'm on an up, the money's coming into the household. And when I'm on a down, you know, I hang on to it. So it's always been an up and down salary situation for me anyway. Mm. Um, And that, I mean, I still pay bills, but the extras is what I should say. But yeah, that change and that decision to go, I'm not taking on any more people. So what I did do is I... um, I had a client, I said, oh, I'm thinking about putting out my rates. I don't really know, you know, because I've had it for years. And she said, Geraldine, you'll just price yourself out of the market. And I thought, what a brilliant idea. What <laughs> I love that. brilliant idea. So I went on and you can book in to see me um, for a one-hour appointment for $450 or something or other, I think it is now. Amazing. And um, I love that. So I've had a few people book in, and yeah. but I've had other people think to themselves, oh, do I want to pay that? I'll ring her first. And so they ring me <laughs> and then I just refer them. <laughs> so I've massively dropped the number of people. It was, there was a little trauma in there when I did it because it's also part of who I am. Mm. So, you know, I've been mm. seeing, I've been looking after people for 30 years. You know, I was in, um, I've worked in hospitals all over the world. And you know, I've been in intensive care. I've done all the things. I then became a naturopath. And then I was, I've always educated on the side. So it's like, this is huge to drop this massive portion of my business. So yeah, I'm still seeing clients, but I'm not seeing, I've seen three new clients um, in the last six months. I love that. I think so many people are terrified to put their Mm. prices up because they think, well, nobody's going to pay that. What happens if people don't come to me anymore? How am I going to make any money? Yeah. 
But in reality, there are still people who will pay that. Yeah. And they totally, they've just paid it without even batting an eyelid. And the thing is, when I changed it, because I don't really want people to book in particularly, (laughs) unless they really, really want to, I haven't, I've decreased my advertising. Um, Mm. I have, so now I'm getting loads of, emails from people, oh, your SEO's dropped. Well, that's not a surprise because I'm not doing anything with my website. Um, (laughs) You know, know, we can help you. No, I don't need you to help me. Um, So there's all of the other things that I drop to go with it. And yet people still, they're the one, they're dedicated. They want to do it. And I'm just like, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to take this. This is what you're going to do. This is how it is. Rather than having to, which is what I teach, is coaching them through it. Going, Mm. we're going to do this. How do you feel about that? You know, where are we moving to with you now? What barrier, you know, and working through with them. These people are so dedicated. They can all use spreadsheets. And (laughs) as it turns out, and, um, and they do it. They really get on and do it. Whereas uh, the coaching framework is where I'm mostly at. And, um, but I'm loving doing that with a different group of people now. Yeah. And so I've taken that framework from what I was doing with clients. I've moved it to my mentees. So I coach people. So clients could actually purchase it's a practitioner 90 day program. They could mm. actually purchase that if they wanted to, because we're talking through their things for 90 days, which I was doing with clients at a lower price. Yeah. So in some way you're not, you're not pricing yourself out of the market and you're not, you're not making your, you're not making it unaffordable to work with you. You're simply increasing that gap between the price of working with you one-on-one so that you're getting the ideal one-on-one clients. And then you've got that more affordable offering for the people who can't afford the one-on-one, which is brilliant. I think quite often people get stuck where they have a very similar one-on-one price point to their like one-to-many price point. So for example, maybe their online course is priced quite similarly to their one-on-one service. And I think that's a big issue. That becomes a big issue. Have you had, um, have you had many people who are like in the in-between space where they perhaps don't want to work with a whole group of people? They don't want to work with you in a group situation, but they don't want to pay the price point for the one-on-one. So um, with the graduate mastery program, it's, 1597 or something silly there's a set of gst so because of the tax goes into it um so they can do a group program for that and they get to see me tons but they get a little bit of one-on-one with me Mm. if you want to work one-on-one with me it's 1500 it's the same price it's exactly the same price but you only get to see me seven times yeah so they can you know you can look at it and go well i can see you four times and one-on-one and 11 times in a group for 1500 or I can see her seven times for 1500 so I've and people because people want to be seen by me one-on-one they want to work through things with me one-on-one and I'm happy to do that she quite love it um I just, one of my most exciting parts of my day is when someone books in a focus call or a discovery call, whatever you have to call it, because <laughs> it's just someone new. It's like 15 minutes. I get to chat to someone 15 minutes. <laughs> and then I know immediately it's like, yeah, you need to do this, uh, like this, you know, join my academy, join my membership program, or go, you know, you need the 90-day program, or let's put you on the wait list for the graduate mastery program, or you know what, I need you to um, go and see this person or it's been lovely chatting with you and I've got nothing to offer you because I'm so honest. So yeah. I, I'm absolutely honest with everybody. So by putting up, and I only put up my first price to see clients. I didn't put up the follow-up price. 
the follow-up price is still really low, but they have to make that initial commitment. I like and, that. Um, and so they've got to make that initial commitment. And then when because they make that initial commitment and the ones that are on the fence and they ring me, uh, just, no, you didn't want to do it. Off you go. No. <laughs> and, I um, love that. Yeah, and I broke once. I broke once and I let this person um, pay my old rate. Mm. after I'd just changed I thought oh you know because when he just changed maybe I've got it wrong and what you know baby and like because we doubt ourselves everyone doubts themselves I mean I've been in business for in my own business 15 years and I doubt myself on a regular basis we have imposter syndrome on a regular basis mm. and um, so I, I broke and I said oh okay then you know because I've only just changed over you can have my old price of 156 <gasps> or whatever it was I didn't do anything. It turned up for the first appointment and I was just like, I just knew immediately they hadn't filled out the intake form mm-hmm. right. They hadn't like told me all the medications that turned, turned out right, but they hadn't um, answered all the questions truthfully, like medications that were on. Mm-hmm. So suddenly this person's got, you know, five heavy going meds and in the intake form they were on the um, oral contraceptive pill. And, you know, then I see that on you know, all these other things. I'm like, oh, this isn't so at the end of that consult, whereas normally you might be giving a supplement or a herbal mix and this, that, and the other thing, I was like, I need you to just do these diet changes between now and when I see you next. And they um, they rescheduled their appointment. Mm-hmm. And so I cancelled, I emailed and cancelled their appointment for them. And I said, I'm really sorry. Unfortunately, I'm now full. Um, you know, have you, well, as she said, have you done the things? And they said, oh, no, I haven't had a chance to do them. Uh... And they went, they went hard. It was. <laughs> they weren't hard things. They were. Um, they were having a really awful breakfast. I won't say what it was, and but they agreed they could eat oats. So oats in any form for breakfast, and they hadn't done the simple thing. I'd ask them to see them a week later. So I just thought you're not. You're not doing it. Yeah, I let you get it in, and this is the sort of thing I was getting before, and I'd let people, you know, yeah, oh, okay, I totally understand how hard life can be. I asked you to eat oats. You agreed <laughs> to eat oats. This is not a big change, you know, come on. Yeah. So, or, you know, I gave like three options actually. It wasn't just oats because they could have had chia pods as well and things like that. But it's it's that psychological thing. Once I realised I have done myself a disservice. Mm. I put my price up. This person booked in, paid. She's um, done all of the things. She works hard at it. Um, she's, you know, simple that she was seeing a PT and she wasn't really losing the weight. And I was like, well, you're seeing a PT for half an hour. You actually need to be exercising 40 minutes to an hour to you know, go from carb burning to fat burning. Simple things. Yep, she's done it. Simple things like that. That actually yeah. is quite hard going from a half an hour PT session to a 40-minute PT session. You know, that's like really pretty. <laughs> yeah. You're asking someone to do a lot of work. But she was like, yep, done it. She said, I don't always do it with PT because it costs me more money. I do um, a half an hour by myself afterwards great mm. so, and I think that's probably a good sign that you're yeah. you're charging the right price now yeah. whereas before you were undercharging and I want everyone listening to this episode who's concerned about putting their prices up because they worry it's going to scare people off and they think like my current clients wouldn't pay that but maybe your current clients aren't the people who are meant yeah. to be paying that maybe you're going to attract a whole new caliber of clients yeah. and you're going to they're going to be the people who take action who listen to the advice that you give them yeah. who show up on time for appointments who fill out the questionnaire properly <laughs> you know totally. not the people not the people who are wasting your time 
Can because you imagine that- how many people I would have booking in with me? I was full before, right? Mm. I was 2019, I was full. I employed somebody else to take my overflow. So can you imagine I've put up my price, I've doubled my price, I over doubled my prices so mm. the, three times, almost three times. So if I had, if I was doing the advertising that went with that. Yeah. You know, if I was just doing the really simple and I wasn't doing big advertising before, I t- trust me, I was doing just the minimum. Now I'm doing nothing. So if I was, if wow. I carried on doing the minimum, I was getting uh, 2019, I was getting three new clients a week from Google. Ooh. Wow. So can you imagine I've put up my price and I've had someone pay it without batting an eyelid once I opened my books up again because I did actually close my books for a while. So I opened my books up again because it's just actually easy to have them open when you're, because I'm reaching my old clients, ones I love, I'm still giving them appointments. So it's just easier to have some days open when I'm looking through my calendar myself. So it turns out other people can book in. But imagine if I was doing the same amount of minimal advertising now yeah. that I was doing in 2019 to get those three new clients a week. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. um, Okay, I want to talk a little bit about your most recent launch. Were mm-hmm. there any mistakes that you made? Are there, obviously, we talked about the not yes. doing the webinar doing live the second time. Uh, yeah. That's fine. That's a learning. You know, we learn mm-hmm. from our mistakes. And I actually, I think mistakes are a good thing. Like we need to make those mistakes to learn from them. So I'm just curious, are there any things that you recognize that you made as a mistake this last time around? Yes. Um, so... Because of, you use Kajabi, I'm using Podia, um, but it means that when they book in, you can have the welcome email. So, hi, you know, glad you're here, you know, and then you can have a reminder. So, all of these regular emails coming out. So, mm-hmm. because of the way Podia works, it can't, you know, they get the email zero days after. So, you get it immediately on joining. Then you get one one day after, two days after, three days after. But of course, if they join up on Tuesday, then they get the immediate email, but then they're still going to be in that email flow. <laughs> so, so of course, they've been to the webinar on Tuesday night, and then on Wednesday they get the, hey, are you excited for our webinar next week? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, so I have to um, think about those follow-up emails. That is something that I, re- I need to work on and figure out how to do that so that um, maybe only have three I, you know, emails mm. coming out to them to really think about that flow of emails so that they're not, you know, when I'm exhausted on Wednesday and I've forgotten to turn that portion off, yeah, they don't get those emails and then email me and go, is there another one next week? <laughs> don't worry. I've, I've had this happen so many times and it, a lot of the time what will happen is somebody will be like on my um on my launch list. So they're getting all of my emails about the product that's for sale and then they'll buy the product with a different email address. So they're not actually getting removed from that original list. So then they're like, well, why are you still emailing me about this? I've actually already bought it. And I'm like, well, you bought it with a different email address. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm trying now like, because that's one thing about um, Kajabi is there's an app that goes with it. And so Mm. if I just have the one email address, I have all of the people I've bought Kajabi off on that app. Yes. So Lovely. don't I wish I was in Kajabi, but I've actually got five <laughs> courses and that's a three course. La, la, la. Anyway, I should have just done Kajabi, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's probably one of my problems is I should have just done Kajabi two years ago or whatever it was. But um, I mean, there's little things that went through the launch. So 
the other thing I haven't done is I have a VA. So she's done mm. all of my socials postings. So I didn't say to her, let's save them all in one place. Even um, mm. So I, when we go to go in July again, I'll be going, okay, where are all those? What did you do with them? Did you save them or are they just sitting in Canva and do we have to scrabble through Canva and find them? Because, you know, we've yeah. got pro accounts, we've got thousands sitting in there. So, you know, are they just sitting in there? Can we find them easily? Because we're going to regurgitate this same information that we've been regurgitating since, you know, since 2017 um, with tweaks and flows and different pictures and all the rest of it. But it's still very similar content to what I originally put out. And um, it's like, where is that? <laughs> mm. And that's something that's something that we've struggled with a and like, because I, in the past when it was just me and I was just doing the designs in Canva and I knew where everything lived. And then suddenly when you bring a team on board mm. and it's like, oh, they need to be able to find it. They mm. don't understand how my brain works. Cause I'm yeah. my brain on a Tuesday, I'm like, okay, let's save it in this folder. Then Thursday will come around and I'm like, oh, <laughs> let me just save it to my desktop. Then Friday I'll be like, oh, let me save it into this other folder with a really elaborate <laughs> naming system. Yeah. And there's just no consistency to it. <laughs> but then and now that I've got a team, I'm like, oh, I actually need to have folders and things <laughs> yeah. and oh. make it easy to find. <laughs> I totally get where you're coming from. There's just so much because there's so much content after years and years of doing it. So, and that was another thing as well, you know, join the course, do the course, sit there and be systematized by somebody else because it's going to help me with my content and what I'm doing. Mm. So, you know, it doesn't matter that I've, I keep, I mean, I keep doing the same thing. It's not, it is the same promotion, the same or a similar course, but it's had lots of tweaks and lots of changes because I change it with the feedback from previous participants. So one of them was we don't get enough one-on-one time with you. So this round, you know, and next round there's time one-on-one with me that there wasn't before. So all of these changes come from the feedback from past participants. And, um, but because I've been doing it for so long, things are spread all over the place. So Doing the course meant that I really systematized what I was doing. So even, and it didn't matter that I was in a course with people who had no idea whatsoever about mm. launching and that was fine because of the way you structured it and the way you, because you'd, you'd get on and you'd deliver and then you'd answer questions at the end. So if I didn't want to be there for questions at the end, because I knew who was going to ask whatever, <laughs> but generally everybody was asking really smart questions. So generally yeah. that wasn't a problem. And then there were people in there, I recognized at least three other names who I know have launched before in their areas and I've seen their launches and they've been great. So, you know, we all had to do our avatar thing again. It's not like I haven't done my avatar thing before, but I got to do it on a spreadsheet. <laughs> and it so forces happy. you, it forces you to rethink it because yes. I think we outgrow our ideal oh. customer avatars very quickly in business. And you might think like, oh yeah, I've done that. But yeah. maybe you did it three years ago and the yeah. person you worked with three years ago doesn't really light you up working yeah. with them anymore. Maybe you've outgrown them. Maybe they've outgrown you, yeah. you know, like maybe you want to go a different direction. So I think Eve, and, and you're not actually the first person, the first Launch Magic student who has said that of the group that have ha- been in business for quite a while. You're not the first one who said mm-hmm. that they found it really helpful going back through and redefining oh. their ideal customer. You've got to do it over and yeah. over again. And having it in a spreadsheet means I don't have to reinvent the wheel. 
by because mm. I can't find the old worksheet from whichever coach I did it with or even if I did it myself, you know. Yeah. So I don't have to find some old worksheet. Um, I can look at it and I can, well, now I'd be looking at it going, well, I don't, I don't see children as much anymore. That's sure. I'm seeing, mm. I am seeing baby. I do like seeing babies. So I've seen <laughs> a few babies. That's fine. Um, but, you know, I'm not seeing those clients. I'm not, I'm mm. certainly not advertising to those mothers anymore that I was. Yeah. And, and so I, I can go, eh, eh, you're gone. Yeah. I love that. And I, I don't know about you, but I notice that. So each time I teach, a course. Um, and like, so I have a different ideal customer for each product, but with launch magic now I can go back and refine that ideal customer avatar based Mm. on, and that person becomes almost like a, um, a composite of my top launch magic students. I'll call them the top launch magic (laughs) students. People like you, Geraldine, who show up to every live call and do all the homework. (laughs) I was there. I was there totally. And I was just like, I, I, sorry, babe, I can't go out this afternoon. I have to finish my homework. He's like looking at me going, you've got homework. I'm like, yes, (laughs) I've got homework. I have to do my homework. But but the homework is the action for the launch. That's what a lot of people don't understand is the homework isn't just homework for homework's sake. It's actually moving you forward on your launch. Totally. Totally. It was like, what are you going, you know, what are you delivering this week? What is your, um, you know, have you done your Instagram posts? What Instagram posts are you, are you delivering? Mm. What emails have you written? These, you know, so that was, it was absolute action. It, you know, so right at the beginning we had our avatars, but then it was just like, well, what email are you sending? Have you set those out? Have you written those? So yeah, I'd written them back then. And then of course, then they sent when they shouldn't, but <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, it's not homework as such. It's action stations. So it was just like, well, I don't want to get behind because I know I've got my date. I've got my launch date. I decided that in the first fortnight and um, I've got to be ready for that. So I have to do these things. So mm. For um, for a couple of the pages, it does say see something else because I will have already done it and had it written somewhere else. Um, but for all of the others, there's, there's content written on those pages and I've read every single one of them and I've gone back through them recently and gone, now, which one was that? Yeah. Was that? And, um, <laughs> and the social proof one, you know, that page, you asked for five, you got us to do five and I, I've, I, I interviewed like 15 people or something. So it just keeps Amazing. going on and on and on because I'm like, well, this, I need this information. This, I keep all my testimonials. I have a spreadsheet mm. of testimonials and um, so that I can, oh, I need a testimonial for the academy. Oh, let me just look in my testimonials. Oh, I haven't got any for the academy because it's new. So I was able to email everyone and interviewed them all I, I let them have their time with me and I got my questions answered so I've now got all of that stuff for the academy I love it so you know it was just like I'm, I'm using that sheet still because yes. you know it's really handy sheet because I emailed everyone and the intake form was the questions then we had their conversation and I said to them at the beginning do you mind if I use this great what is love it you it. need to yeah. work on? So they actually got true 15 minutes with me and I got the answers to my questions for that spreadsheet. Oh, that's perfect. So, and it just keeps going because it's perfect. So when I offer them all the um, one-to-ones in the academy again, because I get one once a year, then they'll get those questions and I'll get more on that spreadsheet. <laughs> and so it goes. <laughs> so it goes. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was using spreadsheets prior to meeting you, but I wasn't using them in such um, 
a constructive and systematic way that meant that I knew exactly and then I'd join them all up. You sent them out singly or a couple of them. It was each week sort of thing. So sometimes it'd be three, sometimes it'd be one, sometimes it'd be five, sometimes it'd be a thousand. Um, so no, not true. Um, for those <laughs> listening, not true at all. Sometimes I was like, going, oh, I haven't done last week's yet. Oh my God. Um, but the, I would join them all up. So I've got this one long document with all of them in there and it means that I can go through and systematically look at everything mm-hmm. and then I can update and change and I can keep using it. And, of course, because I did it, I get to be in your next launch. Yes. I get to be there. So I will be there and I will yeah. be coming along and you will see me in, in May. Morning. I will be there in May going, yep, here I am again because I will be launching again um, oh, in July because it's twice a year. Yeah. The program comes out twice a year. So it's going to be great. So there I'm going to be going, okay, systematize it even more, make it into an even better system, Mm. you know, make it into a more usable system again, you know, so I can keep refining it because I get to come again. So that is just great. I have this, I have this dream for launch magic that the community is going to grow. So because I'm going to be launching it twice a year Mm. now as well. And I have this vision that the pop-up community, because I don't, I can't manage a community 12 months of the year. I, 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 I'm intentionally trying to design my business so I can lock it up and leave it and Mm. go and disappear for a van trip for a month (laughs) if I want to and not have to work. So I don't want to have like a thing that's running ongoing, but the fact that the launch magic communities pop up for three months, twice a year, that I have this vision that I'm going to have my, you know, my alumni. So people like you, Geraldine, who've been through the course before, who've launched, who can help to mentor the newer students who might just be doing their first launches now. And eventually we're going to have this big community with people who are at all different stages of their launches, which I mean, we already do have that, but to an even bigger extent and bring in all these collaborations because that's such a good way to grow your audience and to reach new people is to collaborate with new people. Yeah, Um, totally. Totally. I mean, as with all courses, there were some people that we sort of didn't see and, mm. you know, and they sort of vanished off. But, you know, they're kind of doing it slowly in the background or they're, they're popping back to it or some people won't do it. But the, like, I think the majority of us, I'd, I'd say yeah. two thirds, three quarters of us were actually there doing it. And because you had the spreadsheet there um, counting up what we, the activities that we did. Mm. And so I, there probably wasn't anyone, was there? Well, there were a couple right at the bottom who did who weren't for whatever reason. Yeah. Well, I think even the live calls, I think on average, we had about 40 people showing up to every live call, which out of a hundred students is really good considering that obviously a lot of people were in Europe, so they Mm. couldn't make it because of the time zones or in um, anywhere East of Europe. So anybody who's like on Asia, Asian continent, or even like up to Perth where it was, you know, (laughs) 4am for the calls, they (laughs) couldn't make it live. So to have 40 people showing up was pretty good for each call but i reckon there was one woman from the netherlands every time wasn't there so, yeah there were a few um yeah, there were a few that were up really late at night and they were like yeah we're doing it yeah and um it, it was a great community and the next one will be a great community as well because of the everybody got into it everybody supported each other and um and when we saw each other so some of the things i'd look at and i go well i totally can't help you <laughs> you're you know you're doing real estate or something I totally yeah. can't help you with that I can have a look and say visually there's you know it's pretty or not but I can't do much else because it's not <laughs> my thing so but in some ways but that's still learning because I'd still go and look and I go oh 
oh, you know, actually that maybe I will be buying a house in a few years, another one in a few years' mm-hmm. time, you know. But everybody, there were people there who did similar things. There was a couple of spiritual healers and things in the group. There were an accountant. There was a video person. There was everybody. Yeah, we had a very, I was surprised at the range that we had, like the range of different industries, but also the number of people in the same industries where, but it wasn't, it didn't become competitive. I mean, you know, we had, we had two dating coaches, but there was no competition between them because everyone's carved out their own little space. And I think the people that we attract into Launch Magic are very much the, um, the collaboration over competition kind oh, of totally. mindset. And I love that. I think that's one of the things that comes with charging a higher price point yeah. as yeah, well, totally. you know, to your, to your point about raising prices. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that like I, cause my, in my Academy, I'm like, okay guys, you know, we're at the moment we're working on programs and practice. So um, it's creating the program for your clients because mm. in a lot of ways with what we do, we need programs to support that ongoing um you know, recovery or repair or whatever is for our clients. So because when we see our clients back in the day, when I first started, you'd see someone every six weeks and they do mm. the stuff in that six weeks because they didn't have um, loads of interference. They didn't have a mobile phone, <laughs> a laptop. So now instead of seeing everybody every six weeks, you've got to see everybody every couple of weeks because they need that support to implement. And it's the same with being accountable on your course. Everything, you have to be accountable. You have to implement these things. So it's learning across a whole area. And there's no point being competitive with Mm. other people because I'm going to attract some. I've uh, I've got lots of friends who are naturopaths and we all attract totally different people. Yeah. Um, There's no point trying to steal anybody's people there's no point and then I'll turn around to my lot and I'll go yeah I did Steph Taylor's course um over the summer and they're like oh oh I'm like you're listening to a podcast I hope so and, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I said you know I said how much it was now like, oh! and I'm like yeah but that's my jam you know yeah. this is this is what I want to do you guys don't want to do what I'm doing <laughs> so you don't necessarily have to launch anything yet but mm. you will. And when we're doing our programs in practice, we are going to be launching, even if it's one-on-one, even if it's to the person who's sitting next to you or slow, cause then slowly you'll, um, you'll go out from just asking the person who's sitting there, look, I really think that this is going to support you while I'm seeing you so that you do all these other things mm. and you get this ongoing accountability and support to, okay, now I've had my beta program with my one-on-one clients, getting them to do these other things on the side to improve their diet, their pantry, their, you know, lifestyle and all of the things, I could spread my wings and sell mm-hmm. this to people I don't know. Oh, I'm actually interested in doing a launch course now because I've got that bit bigger. Yeah. I've my vision has grown at the moment, you know, there's some people who say, like, no, no, I only want to see the people that I've got I'm seeing in front of me. And it's like, that's amazing. That's great. Cause those people need you to see them. Exactly. So, you know, we all want to do a different thing. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do another course and it's going to be even more. And they're like, oh, (laughs) don't worry, guys, because I do them so I can share with you what I learned. So, you know, that's the whole point. And then you will want to do it in 15 years as well. You'll be going on 10 years. You'll be going, yeah, okay, I want to expand my base. I want to do something different. What was it Geraldine said? Who did she go and say? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I love that. We are rapidly running out of time, oh, yes, Geraldine. Of we are. It's, uh, it's lovely to chat. You just start chatting. It's just like, yes. I know. This has been such a fun chat. This has been so nice and relaxed. I love yeah. as, as a podcaster, it's great when you have guests who are chatty and you don't, it's not like trying to draw blood from a stone. <laughs> oh, um, Geraldine, my, for my listeners who are interested in learning more about you, where can they find you? Where do you live on the internet, on social media, your podcast? Please tell us all of the things. Well, all of the things. So um, I'm GeraldineHeadley.com and it's easy. And my podcast is um, Mentoring with Geraldine, the bite-sized podcast. So every so if you look up Mentoring with Geraldine is my website. It's pretty ugly right now. It's being revamped. <laughs> so if you go to Mentoring with Geraldine, you'll find a slow, daggy website that takes ages <laughs> to load. And um, But I'm on Podia. So if you just go GeraldineHeadley.com, you find me really easily. And then very soon I'll be going, yay, I've got a new website. How pretty is this? Oh, exciting. Oh, yeah. thank you so much, Geraldine. This has been great fun. Oh, it's been lovely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute joy. Thank you so much, Geraldine, for that fabulous episode. If you have listened to this interview with Geraldine and you're thinking, hmm, maybe I would like to fire my clients and add a digital product income stream to my business, make sure you head on over to stephtaylor.co forward slash magic to find out more and enroll in Launch Magic before we close doors on the 7th of May. Once doors are closed, they're not opening again until November. So this is your one chance to get in in this first half of 2021. I hope to see you in there in the live calls and the Q&A coming up so soon. We kick off on the 10th of May and I'm just so freaking excited if you can't tell. (laughs) Anyway, that has been it for today's episode. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. If you're enjoying the show, please do tell a friend. Please leave a quick rating and review. Thank you so much. Catch you next time.